Welcome to Season 2, Episode 18 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast, where Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to this week's episode. Hello again. Well, I tell you what, we've uh, started to feel the bite in the air, haven't we? These crisp Tasmanian <laughs> mornings that no one warned us about. Yeah, I have a feeling this ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, the, the best is yet to come, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so not only are we looking forward to these restrictions being lifted so that we can travel, um, but we're also, yeah, looking to travel north to warmer places. <laughs> well, you know, we, we did say when we came over, we wanted to see snow, we wanted to experience Tasmania in all of her glory, and mm. we are going to. We are, and look, everything as far as the van is concerned is going very well we're you know happy with everything uh with the heater Mm. but the thank goodness for the diesel heater look that is a blessing uh but the shower i think is going to be a little bit of a concern and and not due to anything uh (laughs) related to manufacturing uh the the thing that we're realizing is that the colder the outside temperature and I guess we're plugged directly into, you know, like a garden hose tap um, from the water here, is that as it's getting colder, it seems to be that we have to drop the pressure mm. of the shower when you're inside it to really get enough heat out of it. Well, absolutely. I mean, that water that is coming in from outside is nothing short of freezing cold. I mean... You want a cold glass of water? Just turn on the tap. You don't need to go anywhere near the fridge down here in Tassie. And so the way that the heater is designed in the back of the van, being such a small unit, and that's strictly due to space and weight, it needs all the time it can get. That water needs to be in that heater for as long as possible for us to actually be able to enjoy a warm Mm. shower, and that means having the pressure down low. It is instant. Uh, gas heat which is which is great so it's definitely hot but the uh the pressure and the amount coming out is certainly <laughs> getting shorter and smaller which is interesting because we're not even into the cold months mm. yet yeah and you know it is interesting i saw a post in one of the uh, full-time traveling facebook groups that we're a part of not so long ago and somebody posted up about you know what are the things that you're missing from home and home being your home before you lived in a caravan and people had you know, a range of different answers and Mm. things that they were missing. And I really pondered on it and there wasn't one thing in particular that really jumped out to me because, you know, whilst we miss our family and and all of that, we're together and, and we're having amazing experiences and so it didn't actually seem that bad at the time. But, yeah, a nice hot, steamy, pressurised shower or bath right about now is certainly something on my list. Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. Uh, we might have to 
book a little sneaky Airbnb or something. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Oh, but, uh, look, I think so. Or find a bigger tub, to be honest, when I fill <laughs> the um, – we've got the big flexi tub for Jasper and he loves it because he yes. can have a bath in it and we fill it up and it's toasty and warm for him and no. he can play. I almost squeezed myself in there the other night. There's no complaints coming from our three-year-old, which is good. That's good news. Yeah, we might have to see if we can get a bigger one for you and I. Look, our spirits are still high uh, this week, which is great. We certainly feel that uh, towards the end of last week and, and into this week, we've we've really picked up our attitude. And, uh, you know, we mentioned last episode about that really being mostly due to our daily exercise mm. uh, regime, our 730 uh 30-minute 30 cardio fitness workout that we're doing mm-hmm. and that's continued this week so we're we're f- yeah well done oh thank you you too yeah thank she you she sounds surprised didn't she no well look let's face it it's bloody cold at that time of morning i mean it's seven <laughs> degrees if that so not only are we dragging ourselves out of bed we're dragging ourselves out of the warmth of the caravan can't you tell that we we're queenslanders i mean <laughs> people there'll be people out there and you know some of those european we've got some listeners over there they'll in like germany and sweden and summer They'll be like, what are these two on about? Okay, Are, are they so, talking Fahrenheit? <sighs> Look, yes, let's face it. We're Queenslanders. We're a bit wussy when it comes to the cold. But we are dragging ourselves out of bed and we are doing it. And, look, I have to say, we're even dragging Jasper out of bed. And, and to be fair, most mornings he's still happily snoozing. Mm. But we bundle him up and we take him with us and we wrap him up in his blankets and we give him some toasty warm wheat bix to fill his tummy and he's really happy and we get 30 minutes of awesome exercise yeah, he, in. He, yesterday he said he was looking forward to exercise and that was because he, he doesn't do anything except sit and watch us. Well, and, and give us some direction. <laughs> yes, and he's, yeah. he's Good job, guys. Up. Yeah, we yeah, get, it, we it get the odd Push compliment. Uh, uh, but... Th- it is amazing, and it has definitely kept us feeling happy and yeah. kept us feeling um, emotionally balanced. And there's still those moments. I mean, I know I'm still having moments where I do start to feel a little bit overwhelmed if I start thinking about too much or I happen to see something that pops up that, you know, reminds me that the world isn't the place that we know it to be. Um, but all in all, I definitely think it's made an improvement. Oh, absolutely. And we've also been pulling out our planner, our travel mm. planner, and talking about all of those wonderful experiences that we're yet to do, uh, particularly up the east coast of mm-hmm. Tasmania. Uh, yes. You know, that's if we don't have to put snow chains on our wheels or something <laughs> by the time we can go. But we're planning, you know, for these sort of things to happen in the next couple of months now mm. that you know some people might think that is uh, a little over uh, positive uh, but we're going to aim for that and then if it's four months or you know it is what it is of course but just having that planning discussions does create a pretty good energy in the van yeah i think it comes back to i mean we've been throwing around the the happy healthy hopeful uh catchphrase a lot lately and I think you need that hope you need you know it's like you go on a really fantastic holiday or we all have done in the past and then you go back to work and everything sucks and you don't want to be there and it's hard to get back into work mode and all you're doing is thinking about your holiday Mm. 
If you plan straight away for your next holiday, then it gives you something to look forward to. It gives you that that hopeful feeling and you forget about the, oh, I'm mm. back at work. Do you know, it's, it's an interesting uh, thought. My uh, old, not that his age was old, but my previous <laughs> uh, CEO, my boss, mm-hmm. uh, as soon as I would walk back from a, a holiday, would say, right, wh- where are you going next? And have you got that up on your wall? And where's the imagery? And Have you booked the dates? Yeah, what, when, when is that? So, that, you know, we've got you thinking about that really great, you know, future outlook. It's, it's great. We all need that. And whether that's a, a holiday or, you know, a new dress or, or something that, you've had your eye on or that you've you've wanted for a long time if we don't have that thing to look forward to then we don't have anything to look forward to so definitely getting the planning back up and happening and mm. looking at incredible imagery of Tasmania and, and putting ourselves there in the picture certainly has helped keep us on track that is pretty well the the main thing that i know i'm missing is the 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 new experience that weekly recharge of right what am I filming mm-hmm. this week what are we experiencing as a family how are we going to you know then cover this edit it produce it get it out there mm-hmm. I I love the you know the body of work that creates for me each week mm-hmm. uh, because the result is is very quick and and very re- uh, rewarding as well mm-hmm. so that that's one thing I know I'm I'm missing. Uh, of course, I'm missing my dear old mum and dad. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that that wasn't anything different to when we were travelling the previous six, seven months. So, uh, like you say, it's not really something that we're necessarily missing as much as others. Mm, I think um, now that you've, you've really articulated that and what you're missing about being on the road and travelling, Paul, from a creating point of view, I'm really missing the people we have met so many incredible people in the Mm -hmm. seven months that we've been on the road and each new location brings with it more wonderful people that we've made connections with and heard the stories of and you know just had those experiences particularly from a fellow traveler you know i mean suppliers as well and um, you know, people who, who run these different locals products, but. the the whole range of it. Mm-hmm. We've, I mean, we've really met some incredible people. And mm. I think that's one thing that I probably haven't really thought about until you just said that, but being stationary and not having that ability to interact with a broad range of new people in a new location, I'm really missing that. Mm. But look, I mean, the, the, the one thing that is uh, constant is our our 17 square metres. Yeah, and And, thank goodness for that because I think that's also helping to keep us on the straight and narrow as far as our emotions go and how we're coping. Yeah, we we love our space, uh, which is really great. Uh, We will get on to the episode now because (laughs) none of that was in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) We, We left you talking about the Tasman Peninsula, a spectacular coastline, Mm of the south uh, east corner of Tasmania mm-hmm. and that we would start with the Pennicott Wilderness Journey Cruises and, uh, yeah, the Tasman cruise that we did. Oh, and look, we had had so many recommendations and we may have even said this last episode from people saying to us, you must, if you are going to Tasmania, if you are in Tasmania, you must do an experience with these guys and it was nothing short of 
spectacular. It was breathtaking. There is definitely a reason why they are the number one adventure wildlife experience here in Tasmania. They, I think for us too, the, the values align so beautifully with, with ours in terms of the sustainability, the, the care for wildlife and the environment and, and all the good that they do. Mm. Um, the incredible amount of money that they donate from their profits to charitable organisations in the environment and wildlife space. You know, there were so many things that intrigued us and, and really excited us about going out with these guys. That was great. You know, I'm jumping right to the end of the cruise here, but as we're pulling in uh, back to the harbour to depart, the the guys, there were two guides. There was uh, Captain Dan. Ben. Captain Ben. And his first mate, Dan. Tom. 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 Now, you can probably tell this is quite a few weeks back, <laughs> you know, before isolation mushed our brains. Okay. So there was Captain Ben. Yes. And his first mate, Luke. Luke. Okay. How close was that? <laughs> we got there in the end. They said, as we were getting off, now give yourselves a, a round of applause too, because 20% of today's uh, you know, profits have gone to help wildlife and then explain the cause that there was, you know, Incredible. that they were associated with. So I, I just thought, wow, I mean, we we both worked in uh, mm -hmm. some pretty major wildlife tourism attractions, you know, including Australia Zoo and Crumlin Wildlife Sanctuary. And, uh, you know, to see what these guys are doing mm -hmm. down here, uh, I thought so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And as far as an experience goes, from every angle, you know, the customer service, the care, the experience itself, these guys are nailing it. So mm. if you are headed to Tassie, mm. you must, must, must go out on one of their cruises. Tell us about it. Oh, well, look, I think one of the main factors for us is that let's say there were, you know, three or four other operators that could take you out on a, a boat. Uh, the scenery, the wildlife, that part of it would be the same no matter which boat you're on. Mm. Okay. What absolutely sets these guys apart and gives them their number one attraction tag is that the guys that are operating it from when you book, mm. you know, their team, when you book, when you arrive, the welcome, mm. uh, the warmness that is given to every single mm -hmm. person, no matter where you were from or, you know, there wasn't any um, divides there. Everyone was treated with respect and mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. Then you get on the boat. The boat is purpose-built, that it's been designed around managing and maximising the experience mm. to its best, no matter what the weather's doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a one to two metre soft swell, beautiful, glassy, stunning day. Even though the weather did change a little bit, I mean, they've got these three massive four-stroke Yamahas on the back, uh, three or four, something like that, but uh, enough power there <laughs> to get you in and out of any situation, it seemed, they mm -hmm. can handle, I think, a five, six-metre swell. That's what they've been built for. So they, they've nailed, I guess, the, the infrastructure, the boat, um, and and the people. It, it then creates this whole product that is just an absolute standalone. Like, it, it sets it apart. That really is it, isn't it? It absolutely is. And something that I love that they do is that they'll go out for one booking, 
So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they've only got one person who's booked on that particular cruise, you get the full VIP experience. They will absolutely still take you out and do the full cruise just for you. And I love that. And also there's no age restrictions. Now, look, to be honest, I don't think I would be sitting on the back of the boat with a brand newborn baby, but we had Jasper on that boat and we were not worried nor concerned about him. He absolutely loved the experience the thrill seeker in him came out quite a number of times when he was woohooing and yeah babying and fist pumping he paul and i had moments where i think our hearts were in our throats and jasper mm. was like woohoo can we do it again so it's a family owned and operated business they encourage families just fantastic let's talk about what we saw yeah look at from our initial departure out of port arthur right near the main historic historic site site there yeah the world heritage listed port arthur site we head out we get get a little bit of storytelling that's where it first starts we had our safety Mm -hmm. briefing um, and induction and we all put on our beautiful big red overcoats yeah how amazing is that and how needed are those waterproof windproof jackets yes it's it's really great it's almost like you know then you've got a boat we only had about 20 i think four people on the boat i think you can take double that each vessel but there were two boats Mm. Uh, so we kind of had a buddy that we were following along and then we're in and out of these uh sea caves incredible (laughs) Uh, that, I mean, it's, yeah, it really is always a hard thing trying to describe some of these experiences. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to stop it right now and go to YouTube. Pause it, yeah. Yeah, and check out the video that we filmed from this experience because Paul's right. We can't do it justice by talking mm. about it. And the thumbnail is is very obvious. It says, you know, Family Travel Australia, but there's a picture of their boat taken from a drone shot mm-hmm. so looking at seals on one of the rocks yeah. that we saw out there in the middle of the ocean the the variety of bird life seagulls albatross oh the albatross yeah. with their the, two meter wingspan uh, i mean it, it was incredible and that the the guides and uh the captain uh who was probably you know the lead guide really would stop and then give you this you know david attenborough commentary without mm-hmm. missing a beat, and then bang, you're back on the throttle and you're zipping in and around these massive rock formations that, you know, are the tallest in the Southern Hemisphere, over 300 metres of, of towering sea cliffs. Mm. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, we're out around Tasman Island and then into even deeper caves. And you're going into these caves and you're just thinking... Have this guy's got got this under control. Yeah. Well, there are moments where you just—it is absolutely heart racing stuff, um, but it, you you feel so safe. You this yeah. so looked after. It's absolutely. it's strange, isn't it? Absolutely, definitely, you feel safe. Um, I mean, I know I kept thinking, how are they possibly going to fit this boat into that little cave? And then sure enough, in we would go and we would rise and fall with the swell as it was coming in and out of the cave. It was incredible. Mm, Really breathtaking stuff. Epic, Mm. rugged, you know, all the words that we've used to describe Tasmania before and adventure. Some of the gulches that they 
sped the boat through, you know, and along, as you said, Paul, along those sea cliffs, we saw the waterfall, the waterfall that falls over the sea cliffs and into the ocean. Yeah, wow, wasn't that incredible? Just absolutely spectacular. Do yourself a favour. If you haven't already paused this, go and watch the YouTube video. It's amazing. You can find it on our website as well. Yeah, and I think it's episode 31 or 32. (laughs) One of those. (laughs) <laughs> You'll be right. You'll find it. <laughs> so, look, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. The only other thing I wanted to say was that uh, All Up, I think, was it a six-hour tour? It would be something like that. Something like mm. that. Uh, and, I mean, they also, <laughs> right at the beginning, provided everyone with, you know, ginger quells, these sort of, you know, sea sickness softeners. And, uh, look, they just they thought of everything. Yeah. Some of the areas and caves we went in and out of, you can only access by boat. Yes. And then there were two or three that we noticed that you could access uh, by land through the national parks. Mm. Uh, some of those would take, you know, three, four, five hours walk trail to mm. see. Uh, others you could pull up at your car and get out and look over the edge, you know, like Devil's Kitchen. and Yeah. Well, well that's right. We When we pulled in there, we looked up and there was people way, way, uh, yeah. way up there that we were waving to from the boat. So that was quite quite cool as well so yeah look that this whole experience there's they're one of six uh cruises i think they offer all up i think last week i said that there was five there are actually five in tasmania including one that is a i guess a high-end luxury Mm. seafood seduction cruise Mm, uh, looks incredible we might have to send you out on that yeah i i definitely jump into that i mean in that one the guide even once he's going out through near bruni island and uh he's out there he, he jumps overboard and goes down and gets you some um abalone incredible you know or some crayfish mm-hmm. and yeah. i think you nailed it when you said it it, it really is like being in a, a david attenborough docu- documentary mm. you know you're you're immersed for mm. that amount of time you are immersed in the incredible environment of tasmania mm. and <laughs> to be fair, the Tasman Peninsula is is spectacular. It, it really is. It absolutely sums it up. The other one they've they've recently started is back on the mainland, out of Melbourne. I think uh, Wilson's Promontory. Yeah. So that's a new cruise as well. If you're over on the mainland and you want to experience, uh, you know, one of these Pentecost uh, journeys for yourself, mm. it's uh, an absolute must do. All right, let's wrap up there i know you wanted to mention the tessellated pavement so quickly tell us about that i will i mean as paul mentioned there are so many other things and natural wonders that you can see and experience on the tasman peninsula through the national parks there's remarkable caves um there's also the historic sites as well but one that we just found absolutely fascinating was the tessellated pavement and it's a a really rare geological formation that um a phenomenon it is a phenomenon that's happened in a few places around the world and in all its glory there on the tasman peninsula and it's basically a natural formation of what resembles um well a tessellated pavement a mosaic Mm. pavement um that has all of these different layers and layers and layers and over time as it's eroded you just it's it's like these perfect geological squares or rectangles yeah. that are just in these amazing patterns that have just lifted off or you know over time eroded and then there's another set 
It's just, yeah. it's beautiful and it's different and unique. And massive. And massive. And depending on the tide, mm. it's really, you know, can change, I'm sure, how, how it looks as oh, well. Oh, and the reflection. I mean, it's a photographer's dream mm. and we've seen some incredible photographs, particularly on Instagram, of the tessellated pavements, but one to mention, and that's um, just off Eagle Hawk Neck on the Tasman Peninsula. Okay, so... <sighs> you, I mean, we say it every <laughs> Come week. to Tassie. Come to Tassie. Yeah. yeah do it. <laughs> so the other things that we just wanted to mention this week that are in the current uh, YouTube episode mm. is that, you know, being in, in this isolation, we've been trying to do a little bit more cooking. Yes. So I whipped up a fantastic, I, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back here because I didn't know how it would work out, but it was a beer damper on the Weber on our baby queue. Uh, I mean, it looked a little bit like a hedgehog or an echidna. Wow. But it, it, it was... had style. Yeah, a, a beer damper with a local Cascade um, pale ale. It was fantastic. You accompanied it with a, a veggie soup. Mm -hmm. That recipe um, is also on our website. Yep. Uh, all the W's, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. There is loads of other recipes from our first season and this season, um, free PDFs of other, you know, resources that we offer there, but a great way to also reach out and get in touch with us. But do get over to uh, our website and make sure you check out that as well mm, and if you do give the beer damper recipe a try let us know in the comments on the website as well we've had some people are uh, commenting send in, send on youtube photos. and and also yep. on facebook we'd love to see how yours turns out in comparison to paul's <laughs> yes, look, <laughs> it wasn't pretty but it was it was tasty it wasn't a kid, we, we also uh covered off some do-it-yourself uh wellness blends with the mm, essential oils that's yep. been great well, and again, that the the oils um, and the exercise are really the two things that have been keeping us on track and keeping our emotions in check. And we, I mean, we just absolutely love living our natural lifestyle. So happy to share those tips and hints and tricks whenever we can. Yeah, and, and again, all of the that information and you know, all from products to you name it, is all on our website. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't uh, already jumped over to YouTube and subscribed to our channel, please do. We, you know, we are really um, love bringing the content, and we're we're doing our best to build our audience. So, yeah, if you've, you you like what we're doing, please, uh, yeah, support it. Absolutely, we we'd love your help to get it out there as far and wide as possible. Oh, and one other really great piece uh, presented by Katie my wifey, was the <laughs> full me. van tour of our, our Coromel caravan, and it is fantastic. You you nailed it, and it's really great because it, it absolutely shows our living space and, and, you know, what we do, where, you know, where everything is. And so, yeah, worth checking that out in our uh, last YouTube episode as well. For now, we're going to say goodbye, look after yourself, and thanks again for, for being here this week. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends. And another plug, shout out for our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, every Sunday night without fail at 6.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. We have a weekly episode up there for you to enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Bye.